Hello everyone, I'm Cole from the Kingdom. Welcome back to Dungeons and Dragon Age. I'm joined here with Jackdaw, Saria, Crimson Wolf, and Fossil Corn, and my bird. Hello. Hello. Hi. She's making lots of noise. Last time, uh, you guys got caught in a storm in Hazmal. You guys nearly killed yourselves on the river, but you you managed to get to the other side, and you broke into a stranger's house and found a, a little girl. A and, terrified little girl, yeah. Yes, she was very afraid. And her spirit friend, you established, is connected to something inside, like a throw pillow in the closet. And I should clarify, the pillow itself is not made out of lead. It's like there's something in the uh, pillow that makes it heavy. Yeah, no, I just you, said you, it's heavy as lead. Whip it out. You, no, you kept whip saying it it's made of lead. <laughs> no, I said it's like it's made of lead. So, yeah, you guys basically now are just kind of hanging out in this stranger's house waiting for the storm to pass. The little girl, Anna, said that her father was a fisherman and he had gone to work. She was supposed to be at school but didn't go because her spirit friend Alice told her not to. A long time passes during this storm, like a couple of hours. I mean, what do you guys want to do during this time? Do you just want to hunker down and wait for the storm to pass? We can continue playing our game. I'll just take a nap. <laughs> I want to rip open the pillow. You can. I'm going to do it. Well, never mind. I'm not napping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess you go upstairs and you go into the closet where they said they found the pillow. You open the closet and the pillow's there. You, you, you reach for it. And then you hear a voice behind you that says, hello. Oh. Hello. Hi. Uh, you look and it's like a translucent image of like a 11 or 12 year old girl and she says what are you doing what's in this pillow my home well i want to see your home (laughs) nobody sees my home well i think i'm the first then can i grab my dagger and just rip it open you can grab your dagger and like go to stab it i'm not gonna stab i'm just gonna rip it open well you gotta like cut it so you, you go to do that and the spirit grabs your wrist and you feel it and it's like a tough grip Oh my gosh. That's my home. There's something in this pillow, though, that is keeping you here. Yes. Why is it inside a pillow of all places? She wanted to hide it. Hide what? My home. Well, why does it need to be hidden? From people who might take me away from Anna. I won't take you away from Anna. I just don't know why it's in the pillow. To hide it. So I Can I try keep opening it? (laughs) She's, like, still got a tough grip on your... On your hand. You can, like, try to break free. Yeah, make a strength roll. 16. 16 is not gonna do it. No. Pull on her hand and she's got you tight. So, yeah, she's just gonna keep staring at you now. (sighs) Well, at least treat Anna nice. You do, right? Yes, that's why I'm here. Why'd you tell her to not go to school? Do you know something is gonna happen today? I knew the storm was coming. Where's her father? He went to work. Well, he's not here. No. Okay, I'm going to leave. All right, so you uh, walk away. She releases her grip on you, but she's still like going to be in front of the pillow now. Yeah. So you go back downstairs, and the rest of you guys see uh, Annette. What were you doing? There's something in that pillow. It says it's her home. Yeah, it's bound. she's bound to the pillow, or whatever's inside the pillow. No, inside the pillow, and I'm trying to open it, and she gripped me, and she didn't want me to open it because people would take her away from here. Why were you trying to get into it in the first place? I didn't want to destroy it. I just wanted to see inside. I don't understand. I don't like things inside the other things. I have a phobia of it, okay? Do you need any help destroying it? Well, she's kind of creepy. I don't like her, so... I mean, I can try and help. Why? Mm. I'm not destroying the pillow. We're just trying to get something out of the pillow. Because she's a demon. She should be rid of her. Is is she a demon or is she a spirit? I don't sense any madness from her. Well, she's creeping me out. 
somebody try to stab something you wanted, you will probably not be She gripped on me, so I don't know. She she definitely does not want that whatever's inside the pillow to not be hers, like anybody else's. Not that I was trying to take it, but you think maybe taking it off the pillow would make her disappear, maybe? Could try it. I'm not saying we do it. I'm saying that's probably why she stopped you. I think we should just destroy it as a whole because it's not good for a little girl to have a spirit watching over her entire life, becoming dependent on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, the spirit did kind of save her life, didn't she? Because if she'd be at school in this storm, for a mate, I think you'll be more open to spirits. If anybody would be so inclined to destroy it, I think you'll be a Templar. I have bad experiences with spirits and demons. I don't. I'm a dwarf. I don't care. Then we should destroy it. I don't think so. You guys do what you want. Just as long as you don't get me killed. Jessica says, I think we should leave it alone. Mm. <sighs> All right, Jessica. I'll go with you today. All right, so uh, you guys kind of agreed to leave it be, I guess. Yeah. What a bummer. And so more time passes. Continue playing your game. And eventually, there's like uh, rustling at the door. Oh. The thing opens, and uh, there's a big gust of wind. You guys are in like this middle of the living room. Oh, great. There's rain getting in, and there's a, a dude there who looks like the dude in the painting that you guys saw. As soon as he gets in the door, he turns around and is like trying to close it, but the wind's going in, so it's tough. But he gets it closed and he locks it, and then he turns around. He sees five strangers and his <laughs> daughter. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good day, good sir. Welcome home. <laughs> he looks equal parts angry and fearful and relieved. Anna's going to get up and run to him. She's going to say, Daddy! And he's going to hug her and he's going to say, Anna, who are these people? And she says, These are my friends. They were outside and they came here because of the rain. Gonna we be honest, kind of broke in to get out the rain. Yeah, in in our defense, <laughs> we made our way from Hasmel over the river here and we were in a storm. To be honest, your house was the first we came across and we just decided to get in here instead of wandering around outside in the storm. Kind of fell in through the window. Yeah, we kind of did. But we didn't break it. Uh, yeah, he doesn't really know what to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, he just kind of shakes that off. And he's like, Anna, why weren't you at school? And she says, Alice told me not to. And he's going to exhale he's, and kind of roll his eyes. But he's just going to hug her again. And he says, I looked for you there, but they said you weren't. You didn't go to school today. I was so worried. Thank the maker. You're all right. Hello to all of you. Um, so I'm Vincent. I'm Garvik. Hello there. I'm Finch. I'm Annette. I'm Jessica. He says, I'm David. So... You were outside in the storm, and uh, yeah, you just brutal. just came across this house, okay? Yeah, we, we did. We, we, well, we, we, we tried your stealth. storm cellar first, but it was locked from the inside, no less. Yeah, and uh, then we saw the open window, and we just fell in it. You yeah, fell in the open window? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you had left a window <laughs> open. <coughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, I guess you're here until the storm passes, so... um. Welcome, I guess. What's with the pillow in your in your daughter's closet? It was a gift from her mother. Are you perfectly aware what? that it is haunted? Wait, wait, why why do you know about the pillow in my daughter's closet? She told us about it, <laughs> and we went to investigate. And, and then we saw the spirit. Yes. You saw the spirit. Yes, we saw Alice, your daughter's friend, I suppose, who told us that she was bound there by your wife, Catherine, to watch over Anna. His face is going to kind of go white when you say that. Were you not aware of the spirit? I thought she was an imaginary friend. Oh no, she's real. Wait, yeah, did she's you ever touch this pillow? I touched it, and I never saw any such spirit. Who... Oh, and you, you, you never found it suspicious that this small, tiny cushion weighs about as much as my axe? I guess I'd never picked it up. Well, maybe you should. Yeah. 
Oh, actually, no way you shouldn't, probably, because that spirit is actually quite strong, if you believe our elf here. Yeah. No, I think you should pick it up. Seen as believing at this point. Yeah, okay, sure. Speak. That's yeah, I guess. I, 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 I need to lie down. He, he's going to move over to uh, the couch where I guess some of you guys are. Uh, but he's going to sit down and just lay his head back. He looks dizzy. Like he's going to be sick. Where is your wife gone? My wife was a mage. And yeah, I gathered that she, much. She was originally from Ravane. But she served in the Hasmal Circle. She she eventually went back to Ravain, and she wouldn't tell me exactly what had changed. This this was before the rebellion. She didn't. T- she wouldn't tell me what was wrong. Just that she had to go back to Ravain. She just begged me to take take care of Anna. And she never told you that she left behind a spirit to watch over your daughter. Yeah, that's kind of creepy and messed up. I suppose so. Uh, he does. He doesn't know how to deal with this. <laughs> She's talked about her for his. As long as she could talk. I investigated. She said she lived in her closet. I, I never saw Alice. I just assumed it was an imaginary friend. What if your wife joined the Kune? I, I <laughs> don't think so. And I don't know how that would be relevant. Who who, who are you people exactly? I'm a Grey Warden. I am a bard from Olay from Ferelden. <laughs> He's an idiot that belongs to the Inquisition. We're all idiots with the Inquisition. We are looking for a particular artifact and are on our way to get it. But that storm stopped us in our way. So you're with the Inquisition. Okay. Well, what do you think I should do about this well, spirit? I, I think we should banish it because then Anna can live a happy life for Alice watching over her. Anna's still there, by the way. So she's going to go to her dad and just kind of sit next to him. And he's going to take her hand. And... Have you ever woke up at midnight and saw like Anna holding a knife or anything like that? No. She wouldn't even kill a spider. Well, how do you feel about a spirit watching over your child constantly, speaking to her, telling her to do things? That's a bad influence to have on a child. So are you. I don't think so. (laughs) If it's a demon, (laughs) yes, that'll be something different. But for a spirit, it doesn't seem massive. It just seems like it wants to protect. demons, only so much nuance between the two. Did Alice say why you shouldn't go to school? She said I would be safer here. Safer from what? The storm? She's going to shrug. Are the people in the school all right? They were all huddled together in the basements, uh, David says. A little worse for wear. I mean, I don't know all the kids at the school, but... Uh, the, qu- the question is, like, did Alice want to protect Anna from the storm or from yeah. something else? I mean, that's what I heard from Alice when I went up there. What would you like for Anna? Do you want Alice to stay alive? I want to meet this Alice. Sure, just... Let's, um... Co- just come upstairs and yeah. touch the pillow. Yeah, my <laughs> We could uh, just lock him in and then, like, raid his place. <laughs> you could have done that this whole time. And actually, you tried and didn't find anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed it. He doesn't have anything of note. <laughs> Horrible people. I don't care. Except the kid's toy, which I wanted. Why are you trying to You can still out? take it. What about his pantry? Can we raid his pantry? You guys yeah, we have beef here. jerky. Oh, yeah. Holla jerky, please. We need to lock him in the closet and then I can freeze the door. What you guys can do is either Vincent or Finch, you guys can, like, meditate with the pillow. And- <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but okay. <laughs> you guys can, like, put it in your lap and try to meditate and try to understand the energy of the spirit. And that'll help you determine what type of spirit it is. Okay. I, th- I think Vincent should do that because Vincent actually has, you know, training. We can do it together. Down. We can do it what? together. We can hold hands. Meditating with you. <laughs> hold hands. <laughs> we can hold hands. Let's do it. Uh, so you guys get upstairs, and Anna is going to 
go into the closet and pull the pillow out. And she's going to hold it in front of her father, and he's going to touch it. How in the world are you picking that up, little girl? It's not that heavy. <laughs> I don't think it's as heavy as you keep making it to be. Yeah, no, I, I, just, said it, I just said it's heavier than you expected. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, she's holding it up. Her dad's touching it. He's, like, looking around. He, uh, he's not seeing anything. I'm going to say, I don't see anything. What's supposed to be happening? C- can I put my hand on the pillow? pillow? Yeah. Can I put my hand on the pillow? Yeah. By our powers combined. Uh, no, you yeah, don't. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we just all put our hands on the pillow. No. All right, so you guys are all touching the pillow. So David closes his eyes. His, like, facial expression kind of becomes, like, one of relaxation. And then he's going to open his eyes and say, Anna, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. I'm so sorry. Uh, he's going to get down on his knees and he's going to pull her into a hug. What just happened? All right, let's rip open the pillow. Leave the pillow alone. Let's meditate on the pillow. I don't like things inside of things. I I felt her mother. She was as if she was here. I felt her. How did you feel her? Where did you feel her? That's not creepy at all. What did you feel? I don't know how to describe it. Oh, oh, okay then. (laughs) Say no more. All right, well, question actually now. Are you okay with Addis being here? Yes. Well, okay. in that case, we're done here. Let's get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, pleasure to meet you. N- nice house, nice daughter. Uh, have Pretty fun. Sure Enjoy storm. fishing. St- storm still it's still storming, on. yeah. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> David's going to offer to make you guys dinner, but do you guys want to do anything else while you're here? Do you want to meditate with the pillow? Do you want to... Yeah, let's meditate with the pillow. I'm taking a nap now. I'm going to take a nap. I'll okay. meditate with the pillow. I'm going to see if Anna's a mage. How do you propose to do that? Can I not just detect if she's a mage? Uh, you're not detecting any magic from her. She's not a mage. <laughs> or if she is, it hasn't manifested yet. It could be either. So, Finch, you're going to meditate with the pillow. You're going to sit down. Yeah. Just make a straight wisdom roll. I got a 16 plus 1. 17. All right. So you're meditating. You're trying to just get a sense for the energy coming off this spirit. And it is a pleasant one. While you're meditating, you begin to smell roses. Oh, I like that smell. You begin to envision, like, flowing red hair. That reminds you of Clara. Oh no! You start feeling sensations uh, in your pubis region. That reminds what? That reminds you of what Jessica did did to you. What the fuck? I mean, it's not the same thing. You're just feeling like the sensation that reminds you of that. You are getting the feeling of like your mother's hug. Then you begin smelling the roses turn to uh, cookies, and so yeah, you're just getting a series of very pleasant sensations. There. Guys, I feel I feel love. I feel love for the first time in my life. <laughs> yeah, well, can you do that quietly? I'm trying to sleep here. <laughs> Alice is a good spirit. I feel calm and soothing and lovely. Everything. I- I'm touched, truly. <laughs> I am yeah. very, very happy for you that you finally felt love in your life. I remember my mom's cookies and I remember Clara's red hair and, and, and just. If you start with Clara again, I swear I will stab you. But I'll put the pillow back where it belongs. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm assuming it's maybe spirit of love or compassion. It's good. It's it's a good. It's pleasing. Well, I knew that already. You didn't want to destroy the pillow. Well, I was wrong. David, you should lock away the cupboard so no one can destroy this pillow. <laughs> You've done a complete 180. David's gonna make you guys a very modest dinner. Yeah, he'll make you like some fish sandwiches. Oh yeah. So you guys uh, just, I guess, talk to him. He explains he's not strictly a fisherman. Like, that's not his exact job. He owns the boat, and, like, he's a sailor who takes his crew out fishing. The way he explained it to Anna, 
just to make it simple for her, is that he's a fisherman. We're ever in need of a sailor to get back. We can count on him, right? Sure, sure. I mean, we were pretty, you know, decent captains, I might say myself. <laughs> you were? <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why I said it. Gavik can sail. The only person in this group that can't swim can sail, apparently. <laughs> Wait, so what about the boat you used to get here? Uh, it's 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 broken. Okay, oh, okay. We dry docked. It, it didn't strictly belong to us. We had every intention to put it back, but, you know... We, the, we left the, a note, right? Did, yeah, I think we left a note. Yeah, we left a note, and, you know, nature and Thedas was just like... Uh, nah, nah. You, we definitely nah. don't even note. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him not. Shut up. Time passes. It gets to be nighttime. The storm has, like, it's not as windy as it was, but it is still raining pretty hard. What is up with this storm? <laughs> Are storms like this common in Housemel, David? How do you live? Oh, no. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen a storm this bad since, I'm not sure. It's been a long time. It doesn't, it rains like 10 times a year. This is recent, then? This just started today, or maybe yesterday. We just, we just got here. And ever since we got here, we've been seeing, like, strange things in Hazma, like blood writing on the wall that disappears. Annette saw a little kid with our eyes. We've been seeing weird, weird stuff, like... Yeah, I've been seeing strange stuff. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen Jack. I, I, Jessica was also there to witness as well. David says, I, I don't know anything about that. It's just peculiar that we've been having weird sightings, and then suddenly one of the worst storms in a while... It's Hasmo. I agree. That is strange. Yeah. You're saying it's our fault, Finch. I'm saying that something or someone or yeah, I'm saying that it's not coincidental. I'm saying that it could not. It's not our fault, but maybe someone's after us. Maybe someone's manipulating the weather. Maybe someone's manipulating something. I've never heard of a single mage powerful enough to manipulate the weather. That doesn't mean it's not true. I'm very certain that not even Corypheus was able to change the weather. No, but he was able to rip a hole into the sky. Yes, but he didn't change the weather. No, but he brought demons upon us and he brought things or, uh, from the fade into the waking world. Or uh, technically, I guess he did make it rain demons. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vincent, you can roll Arcana to see if you know that a, if a mage is capable of this. Uh, I got a 16. Mages can create uh, gusts of wind and can cast lightning from the sky. So you know it, it's possible for a, a mage to affect the weather in like small amounts, but to create something this powerful would require blood magic or a demon or maybe some kind of artifact. So you know it's possible. Were there reports of people vanishing in Hasmo? I hear about missing people a couple times a year. Not recently. Usually they're found sometime later. A few years ago there was a, a killer loose, but he was oh. caught he was caught and executed. So it's been peaceful in Hasmal ever since? More or less. Are you sure this isn't related to the conduit? Who's holding the conduit? Who's got the conduit? Because it's been me, Annette, and Jessica who have seen things, and we don't even have the conduit. I on have our But no, since we brought it closer to here, things have been happening. Yeah, but why happened. haven't I seen anything then? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, even though Although I, I, I guess things. it might be because I'm a dwarf. But how come the people who've been furthest away from the conduit have been seeing things, and you guys who've been closer to it haven't? Well, because you're, you're weak minded. Ever since I got here, I felt someone touch my shoulder. Yes, you're weak minded. Yeah, I know that, but like, you know. <laughs> At least you're aware. Okay, just basically we can't rule it out that it might be the conduit. Ever since we've got here, strange things have been happening, and it's not just Hazmal. It's definitely something more than coincident. I guess eventually you guys are going to want to go to sleep. It's, yeah, st it's still raining. The winds, every now and again, you'll, you'll feel like a big gust, but it's not quite as bad as it was before. During the night, the storm does begin to fade. Come morning, it's become just like a drizzle. I guess we can go outside again. Yeah, we can and, say goodbye to David and uh, Anna. Bye. <laughs> have, have fun with your spirit, friends. Thank you for the residence and the stare. 
um, and the food. Thank you for um, helping my daughter. To your house. <laughs> for helping my daughter. Thank you for letting me meditate with the pillow. Don't also, ever mention it so. again. So you guys go out and it's muddy. You guys can keep heading south closer to the area where the map maker pointed that the, the conduit should lead. Yeah, let's do that. Jessica, can you lead the way? Yes, she will lead the way. Who does? Who is carrying the conduit? I am. As you get further south, I mean, it's glowing a fair amount already, but as you head further down south, it does begin to glow more. You can tell you're getting closer. Eventually, you enter into some woods. There's trees around, and it is muddy. It's really disgusting out there. People wonder why dwarves hate the surface so much. Underground, <laughs> it doesn't rain. <laughs> it gets wet down there. Look at all its nature, Yeah, but it doesn't the... rain for like 12 hours. But the birds chirping and, and the nature and the smells. Excuse you, we have Spiders. We have lovely sounds down there, you know, growling dark spawn, nugs. Breathe that air in. Deep stalkers. Deep stalkers, more nugs. Brontos. The smell of leaves in autumn and... Oh, dwarves enjoy the smell of rotting dark spawn and mushrooms. Following the conduit, you guys do uh, eventually enter into a much thicker, some much thicker brush. You're still still able to move around comfortably, but it's getting harder to see farther because there are so many trees. Then you start hearing some heavy footsteps, what? like a big beast. What? Oh, lovely. Oh, you enter into uh, like this small clearing uh, when you when you start hearing this, and then from around the trees you see the head of a of a an adult dragon Wait, what? poke oh, poke its head around, and it looks what? at you, not, and it looks again. It looks at you, but it doesn't attack. It just starts walking, uh, and <laughs> and so you see its whole body. Uh, it's slightly smaller than the undead one that you fought before, but yeah, it's it's clearly like looking at you and acknowledging you, but then it just it kind of just like moseys on its way. Wait. Is it waddling? Is it a little bit chubby too? No, no, it's just uh, a normal dragon. No one talk to it? You can talk to it, yeah. Hello, good dragon. Be gone from here. <laughs> is she talking to the dragon? I think she is. I don't oh. sound surprised at this point, this group. Uh, you have a Why good point. Why should you be gone from here, dear dragon? You do not belong. What's it saying? It's saying that we don't belong here. But we heard that ever since we stepped foot out of Skyhold. Who it's, belongs here? It's, it's, it's just going to keep walking. Aw, oh, damn. It's not going to bother responding anymore. That's remarkably rude. Yeah, he's a warning dragon. I'm just happy he didn't try to kill us. Yeah, I'm very happy. Well, I guess we'll just not heed the warning of the dragon and continue onwards, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like usual. Since when did we start listening to people anyway? Precisely, especially <laughs> dragons. It's a few miles. It's a few miles from the city. There's just a dragon this close to the city. Okay. It's not like a like a high dragon. Maybe it's going to market. It's a female dragon. Maybe it's going to mate. So you guys continue. Eventually, you come across what well, you see a cabin farther away. Oh yeah, a cabin in the middle of the woods in a dragon's stalking forest. That's not creepy at all. Let's go investigate. You go to the cabin. It looks like it's been recently used. Let's open the door. Let's just open it. I knock on the door first. Who's there? Uh, I, I'm Garvig, a Grey Warden. <laughs> There's a pause, and then you hear footsteps, someone coming to the door, and then you hear a series of locks unclick. Oh, that's a paranoid one, isn't it? <laughs> right, it's like five locks. The door just slowly begins opening. Through the crack, you see a dude with a beard. He's got some, like, bits of food in the beard, and he's uh, holding, like, big-ass crossbow. Oh, nice. Oh, he's kind of pointing sick. it at you guys. Greetings. Are you aware that there's a dragon in this forest? Dragon? Yeah, we just came across one and it warned us to not go further. 
There are no dragons out here. I, we just walked past one. What, what are you all doing out here? If I would tell you, you probably wouldn't believe me. So let's just say that we're adventuring. Yes, yes, adventuring. Oh. Uh, secret, secret warden business and all that. Uh, well, I can tell you, there's nothing interesting around here. Except for the dragon stalking your forest. There's no dragon out here. Don't be ridiculous. We just walked past one. I took it. Yeah, exactly. She talked to it. Okay, you really want to believe there's a dragon now? I say, now talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Less believable. Sh shut up, Beck. There, warden recruit. I've been hunting in these parts for years. I've never seen a dragon here. All right. Is there anything interesting in these parts? Ruins? Caves? Yeah, there's a uh, cave north of here. Does it lead anywhere? No, I've never got in there. Not okay. deep, anyway. There's a there's a kid I see hanging around sometimes. You what? What sort of kid? Some boy he likes to explore out here. I don't know. Do you know where that kid is usually? Yeah, uh, gonna point a few kilometers, a while ways that way. Kid's got a tree house he hangs out in. The uh, the conduit has been glowing a lot, but you haven't noticed like much of a difference. If we walk north. That's the direction we came from. So. Not exactly where we were heading. Well, well guys, what, what do you think? Should we Can we go come inside? Why would we go inside? Why do you want to come what? inside? No. What have you been eating? What He's what? a hunter! A... He's a giant crossbow man! Listen to the dwarf! What have you been eating? I'm hungry. We have provisions. How much are you willing to pay for it? Five gold. Oh yeah, sure, come on in. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on! <laughs> yeah. If you're like, ah, oh, for five gold, make yourselves at home. Yeah, sure. Gonna go to the kitchen. It's a pretty small cabin. You can pretty much see, like, every room if you're standing in, like, the uh, the living area. Uh, so you see, like, a, a bedroom and a kitchen and a a place to relieve your um, waste. Bowels. Uh, so he's in the kitchen, and you can see him, and he pulls out, like, a thing. He has some cuts of venison. All right, so you'll have some venison. What's <laughs> your name, Hunter? Phil. Oh, Phil. So what, what brings you out in these parts, Phil? Plenty of game out here. It's a nice area. Forests, nice cabins, kind of romantic. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, I uh, I just like the, the hunt. Be nice to get a cabin and write in one of these one day. What? Why did we go inside this cabin? Because <laughs> <laughs> the mage wanted to pay five gold for something we could hunt. Starts uh, like preparing it. He gets a tiny little fire going to uh, to cook it. So you give him five gold for. Thank you, kind sir. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for the five gold. Yes. I think we could have bought an entire stag for five gold. I'm sure you yeah, could have. We've yes. got the nice company of Phil. Don't insult the oh, man in God. front of him. That is something yeah. new. Something new. You're an idiot for five gold. Buy the stone. Let's, let's just go on, please. Take your meat with you and let's go on. So I guess you guys eat the leave the cabin. Leave the cabin. Yeah. All right, uh, so which direction yeah. do you want to go? You want to explore that cave? I, I don't really, you know, tend to investigate a creepy child that lives in the forest in a treehouse. You're used okay, to cave. Yeah. Let's go for the cave. You can, you can go for the cave. You're good at that. Uh, I prefer caves. So you guys head to the direction of the cave, and you are hearing animals. You're hearing, like, you know, squirrels and birds chirping. And... Yeah, I talked to a squirrel. Sure, uh, <laughs> there's a squirrel, like, in a tree on a branch, eating a nut. Hey, squirrel, how are you? He's going to look at you, uh, like, frightened. Ah! Oh. Annette, could you stop talking to the local wildlife? <laughs> like, more of an elf than any elf I've ever met. <laughs> yes. You're so friendly to animals, but not humans and other people. What's wrong? Really it surprises me that you're an even crow or not a Dalish elf. I scared him with his nut. So, yeah, you guys keep walking through. The conduit begins getting just very, very, very slightly dimmer. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, but wait, hold on. Maybe that cave's, you know, that cave leads us south again underground. Maybe that's how it works. You're the dwarf. You're the expert with caves. Listen, well, this Jessica thing. 
Do you want to go inside the forest and investigate the creepy murder child? I mean, yeah. No. Jessica, what do you think? I trust Jessica because she is a very good navigator. You trust Jessica because she shagged you in the bum. <laughs> so caves have spiders. I'm not a fan of this. We're, and that can just talk to them. Jessica's going to say, we're walking around blind. One plan's as good as any other at this point. Thank Where you. Where do you think we should go? The cave or to the creepy child in the woods? Creepy child might know something. Oh, I hate uh, you. There oh, we go. Yeah, Jessica. But uh, I guess... Could we have done that before we walked to the cave? We're, yeah, we've been walking to the cave now. We might as well check that out. And if there's nothing Thank there, you. then we'll go to the creepy it's child. The dragon cave. Well, if it's the dragon cave, then you can talk to the dragon. Again and ask it. Can, we can ask it to give us some of its eggs so we can have some big omelets. <laughs> oh That's God. never happened. I mean, you can ask the dragon for some of its eggs while we, you know, take cover from the impending <laughs> doom by fire. Why don't we just throw <laughs> Finch to the dragon while I eat him? We can <laughs> run away. That's an offering. for their child. <laughs> so you guys are still heading there. You do eventually see, like, a rocky cliff thing. And so as you get closer, you do see there is an opening. You believe you've made it to the cave. As you're getting closer, you don't see anything in the cave yet it looks very dark but you do hear coming from like your left a little girl laughing oh that's okay i don't like this yeah same here we go again. so if you look you do see there's a little blonde girl with pigtails you don't see her face shame and she's running she's laughing it looks like she's playing and then she passes behind a, a thin tree and she doesn't come out the other side oh why it have to be children, though. Just gonna put the dent in my Finch is mental theory. Because <laughs> I, I actually you. saw this as well. Kinda, does it really? He could still be mental and he can still be a ghost. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good spirit this time around, guys. Well, I don't care. We're at the cave. We go inside the cave. <laughs> hear the crackling of a creepy girl. Yeah, where's the sense of adventure? So you walk into the cave. It, it's, it's mostly like dirt and small stones. There are like some twigs in there that you're stepping on. And so they're cracking beneath your feet. You're heading in. You see like stalagmites and stalactites. And then there's a part where you're going to have to go through one at a time. It's like a very thin area that you'll have to squeeze through. I guess I should go first because I have dark vision. I can see. We three have dark vision. Oh yeah, I forgot you have your ridiculous <laughs> mask. Yeah, but I'm also, you know, the best armor. <laughs> you're the best going forward because you're a dwarf and you're used to caves. Yes, that too. You squeeze through. Who wants to be behind him? Me. You get through and it does go further down. You are hearing like the trickling of like a stream. Garvik, you do see a uh, pretty large spider making a web. Not, not a giant spider, just like a regular normal sized big spider. Still turning around. You don't see it yet. Annette, could you ask the spider to kindly get out of sight so our Templar doesn't piss his pants? Hi, spider. That's what you hear. <laughs> Please uh, go this way. Go, go the opposite way. It's like crawling up the wall. So it's like it's like on the wall where you guys came from. Can you just ask it to, you know, go up a bit before we crush it go, to death? Go up a bit. It starts going up a bit. <laughs> Thank you. So this area goes a little deeper. It goes forward and then down a little bit and kind of bends to the right. And then there's an area down left that goes like deeper down. If you look down that way, you do see like there's water coming in from the ceiling. Down we go. Garvik, with your stone sense, you get the sense that the area ahead of you was a dead end. The area down here, you're not sure about yet. Well, if it's a dead end, then we at least have a climb. So as you start heading down this way, this is like a steeper drop. You start hearing like a ringing, like in your ears. Garvik, for you, it is similar to when you feel Darkspawn. 
Oh, love. It's not the same. Well, it's the impending sense of doom. All of you begin hearing like a, a ringing. You head down more. Basically, it only goes in one direction, which is where the water is flowing. You come down into a room, and then there's a small pond, and then there's another path ahead. Yeah, but no one disturbed the water in that pond. You are starting to hear the ringing get louder. So you head into this tunnel, and then there's like a big drop. It's like a, a giant crevice. Is there another way around? You can like shimmy along the edge. Can I see what's down there? More rocks and dirt. You're starting to hear squeaking like rats or bats. So you guys begin shimmying. It's a very thin edge, but you're able to do it. The ledge kind of comes to an end. There's also, on the other side, another ledge that kind of heads further. So, so in essence, we have to jump. You can jump or you can rappel down. Jump. Before we do that, I have rope. Yeah. Can we, I don't know, secure ourselves so we don't fall into the abyss? Yeah, if you have pittance, you can drive them into the stone. Okay, I'll do that then. Alright, so you can hammer in a pitten and tie the rope to that. Right, so make an athletics check. That's a 20. So you're able to... This is uh, just a hilarious thought in my head of a dwarf making this jump. <laughs> In heavy armor, no less. So you make the jump, and you land on the other side. Uh, I'll just untie the rope from me and toss it over to the next one. Okay, yeah. So one by one, you guys are going to have to make athletics checks. So who wants to go next? Me. Okay, roll athletics. Okay, 17. You make it. Jessica will go next. That's 16 for Jessica. She makes it. And then who's next? Yeah, I'm in front of you. I got a one. <laughs> so you're going to fall. So you miss, uh, and you are going to get hurt. You're going to... Jessica, baby! You take five points of damage as you oh. swing back and down into the wall. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just face first into the wall. <laughs> so you'll have to climb back up, and Vincent, you can help him. Finch, make an athletics check. Twenty! Okay, that's better. Now you have to make the jump again. Nine. <laughs> well, this time Jessica's going to be helping you, so make it with Yay. advantage. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be so trying to, like, catch you. The lowest was 14. That'll be enough. She grips your arm and pulls you up. Now it's Vincent's turn. 22. You do much better than your ally. Who smacked face first into a stone wall. So you guys continue down, and eventually the path becomes wider, and you head into, like, another room-type area. You head down the tunnel some more. You see another pond. Garvik, mm. you recognize this as the room you just came from, except now you're coming in from the other direction. Oh, we just walked in circles. With your stone sense, you know you didn't walk in a circle, but this is the same room. Hold on, guys. Yes, your dwarf it brain is very confused by this. <laughs> We came from this room. We were inside this room again where we came from, but we didn't walk in a circle. How deep is that pond? It, it's dark. You can't really see the bottom. Your stone sense, you estimate 35 feet or so. Does it lead anywhere? You cannot tell from here. Well, I can't swim. Let's get on the pond. Well, you guys go ahead. I'll just wait here. I'll go in. Do you want to take your armor off? I have light armor anyway, so I won't. So you jump in. Five gold says he wakes an ancient evil. Finch, you very quickly feel the dirt bottom of this. The rest of you guys hear a twig or like a stick crack behind you. You turn around and you see nothing but trees. And looking back at where Finch jumped in, he comes out of the pond, which is, you know, outside. Wait, what? Oh, what? 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 But we were just in a cave. Why is there trees? And why are we I'll, outside? That's not, wait, I'm, okay, you know what? I should have met you that would have been the, the ghost girl, but this is that This spirit is probably messing with us, right? It has to be. You know, we, we have a Templar and a mage here. Can't you guys, I don't know, detect some kind of magic in this? Yeah, can I detect anything? You detect, like, really strong ambient magical currents. Oh, great. You're not feeling, like, a direct force on you. Yeah, I definitely so, feel some magical ambience. So it means we're basically still in the cave. We're just hallucinating. 
Oh. Maybe it's an illusion. Maybe we never entered yeah. the cave. How is it that even underground, where I feel at home, you people manage to ruin it? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? We were together. This, this wouldn't happen in the deep roads. This wouldn't happen when I was go, fighting Dark Spawn. I just go you know, fight Dark Spawn. Then go back there. I would if I could. Is there anything uh, Vincent can detect that I can't? Use uh, Dispel Magic. So you're going to try to use Dispel Magic? So you do that, nothing discernible happens. You feel like the ambient magic kind of scatter from you, but you're still outside by a big, like, pond. Okay, yeah, Vincent, that didn't do anything. You guys do not hear the ringing anymore. That's not a good sign. Ever since you realized you were outside, you haven't heard the ringing. Finch, you want to go dive back into that sea where we come out? Maybe yeah, we'll land in a volcano or something. Yeah, let's do it. You swim down. This pond is not very deep at all. This is like the deepest point's probably like 10 feet. You start swimming around, poking at the bottom, and nothing's really happening. The pond that you're at now is much bigger than the one that was underground. As far as ponds go, it's still not very big. Can we see anything around us? Trees. You guys can make perception rolls. 17. 19. So 17 and 19. You hear the birds and the squirrels and whatnot around. Nothing seems to be like out of place. You're just in the woods. You're looking for like anything that looks familiar that you might have passed earlier. Like there's nothing noteworthy around. But you look at the conduit and it is brighter than it was when you entered the cave. So I guess we're a bit further south. I have a feeling that we are near the strange murder tree child. So you begin walking around. Like, you walk in one direction for a little bit. The conduit gets dimmer. So you walk in a different direction and it starts getting brighter. Like, it starts getting brighter for a while and then dimmer again. After a few hours, by this point, it's a several mile area to cover. It's like three in the afternoon. And you're fairly certain you're at the point where the conduit is as bright as it's going to get. Well, everyone, get your shovels out. I mean, yeah, you can start digging. Do it, let's dig. So do you all want to dig, like, the same hole or do you want to each do, like, five different holes? Nah, same hole. Okay. Same hole. All right, so you get going. You're, like, two feet deep. When you hear someone say, what are you guys doing? What the? Oh, uh, we're digging. Uh, digging for gold. You look, it's a little kid. He's, he's like 11. It's a boy. Oh, it's the, it's, it's the creepy murder tree child. Oh, Hello there. He's not a murderer. We just know it's a creepy child in the woods. He looks totally normal. Uh, why are you in the woods? What are you doing in the woods? I just like to come here and explore. Where do you come from? I'm from Ashton. What, what's Ashton? Timbertown. Are you real? I think so. Can I sense if he's actually real? If I mean, he feels real. Can I go poke his forehead? You can go poke his forehead. <laughs> you can go po poke his forehead. I'll go poke his forehead. Uh, yeah, he's tangible. Yeah, he's real, Finch. Why are you, are you running in the forest? What's wrong with you, lad? I don't know. I like it out here. We saw a dragon here literally a couple clicks ago. Shiva? Shiva? Well, I didn't want to just call it. I didn't want to just call her dragon. What do you know about Shiva? She's a dragon. I mean, what do you, I don't know. She told us to be gone from here. What do you mean she told you to be gone from here? And that yeah. uh, gets to, to animals, so. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Are you a mage? And Shiva, she's a quiet elf, but she likes to talk to the animals. As you can tell, she's very loquacious of them. <laughs> and when she did, Shiva said, be gone. Well, the animals, they don't like people that much. Get that. What do you know about this weird cave? Oh, the cave to the north? Yes. I saw a bear there once. Well, we went inside that cave, and we went very far down into the cave, and we discovered a small pond. And Actually then we fell off a cliff as well. Yeah, he fell off a cliff, 
and smacked his head. And then we walked in a circle, but not in a circle. And we arrived in the same room. Uh, yeah, that happens sometimes. Oh, right. What? Oh, so it just casually happens, yep. as you do. Oh, and then... In general, or just in the cave? Uh, in general, there's, like, some weird stuff that's been happening. Oh, yeah, you mean, like, I don't know, going into the pond and then, you know, coming out in the middle of a forest? That, that sort of stuff. Just casual, as you do stuff? Yeah, not weird at all. Old Man Marshall said something like that happened to him, where he was going to the city... And then, like, he was heading north and then came back to town from, from the south. Did you know why it happened? No. Th this town, Ashton, you said? Yes. Where is it? Over here. Like, we, a mile. Should we go investigate that strange town? Yes. Is, is there a yeah. point where more strange things happen than any other in this forest? Uh, actually, this forest is pretty far from where the stuff happens. Sometimes people will go to the city and talk about some strange things that they saw there. Like, one person said he saw he saw blood on the wall, and then it vanished. I saw blood on the wall, oi, and it vanished. Oi, they did that too. Right, and then they came back to town, and they told us about it, but then the next day, they didn't remember it. Well, I remember it, and it happened to me yesterday. I don't know what's going on. It's pretty cool, though. No, it's not. It's pretty creepy. Have you seen, like, little kids run around, and then they just happen to disappear? I mean, he's a little kid. Yeah, but he's real. I poked his forehead. No, but that happens with animals sometimes. Well, we saw a blonde girl with pigtails, and we were going into the cave, and she just disappeared. That might be Leslie. Oh, of course she has a name. Of course. <laughs> just more kids running in this forest. She's, uh, if there's a here. she's my little sister. Where do you guys live? Do you actually live in this village, or do you just hang out in the trees all day? Oh, we live in Ashton. Boy, can you lead us to Ashton, please? Yeah, lead us to your parents. Yeah, sure, yeah, come on. Can get the boy's name? Uh, you ask that, and he says Elliot. Elliot and Leslie. Ashton, where a vault was. I'm thinking whatever's happening in the forest is keeping us away from the vault. Yeah. Are we being eluded from it? Maybe we should... What about the digging? Are we going to just stop digging and leave our shovels there? What are we going to do? We're just going to take it with us. I mean, we don't have to put the you know dirt back. Yeah, we, we can just take the shovels. <laughs> oh, no, we were probably digging for no reason. Well, at least leave. we found a child, even though he's, you know, kind of creepy and... Here's, Having children. Here's the children. most normal thing you've encountered since you got to Hasmal. <laughs> uh, is it? Uh, as, as far as you can tell, yes. He's talking I mean, to you, and he seems to know what he's talking about. I mean, David was pretty normal, even though we broke into Phil his house. Was and, yeah, Phil, Phil was normal. Phil was very normal. You guys approach the edge of town, uh, and there's a lot of, like, wood buildings. It's a, it's a very, very small town. Yeah, I think that's where, I'll, where we'll wrap things up. Thank you all for joining. We'll see you next time on Dungeons & Dragon Age. Bye! Bye. Bye. Later.